Rankings. Welcome back to the Fantasy A-League podcast, round 14. My name is Cody. With me is Jake. How are you today, Jake? I'm very well, Cody. Yeah, doing all right? Yep, ready to go. Ready to go. Today is Wednesday. It's about 1.30 in the afternoon. We're recording. So there's a bit of data in the system now. Um, we kick things off with the double chalk award. Um, timely, because Cam, about half an hour ago, bought me my cookies for winning the weekend. Uh, we'll get into that. Which though. included a few double chalk, if certainly I'm not mistaken. Did. Three, yes. Uh, we'll get into how the round went in a minute. First up is our double chalk award. Um, I'm going to go first, Jake. Love to hate him, uh, but this week goes to Matt Simon. He came on 63rd minute. He scores two goals in after 90 minutes. Gets a yellow, gets his shirt ripped, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you love to hate him, but he's entertaining, um, to say the least. I said Central Coast and slash Matt Simon for that uh, injury time turnaround as well. For your double um, chalk. As my double chalk. And okay. I'll give you my salt to caramel first, Cody. Yeah. My salt to caramel went to Matt Simon a bit as well, which yeah. uh, he's a bit of a nutcase, isn't he? Like that. <laughs> he just, like he's you say, I love to hate him. And yeah. I just can't believe he's still around. I mean, four, year, four or five years ago, you oh, probably. So, I mean, last time when he left Central Coast the first time to go to Sydney, yeah. you think, why would Sydney pick him up? And then he spends a few years there and yeah. does well, and then you think, oh, surely that's it, he'll retire now. And then he goes back again and coming on and scoring some goals. I don't mind today. But uh, he's a bit of a nutcase, surely. Uh, my sold to Camel Award goes to Adelaide. They've lost four games in a row after what was a pretty good start to the season. Mm. They won the FFA Cup, um, had a few good results there. Looking pretty good. I think they were first, second, or second after about three or four rounds. And yeah, not, not so flash anymore. Um, who'd they lose to on the weekend? They lost to Perth. Yeah, three zip. Yep. So yeah, seems ages ago the, the weekend already. But all right, we're moving on, Jake. How the TBA rankings league? So out of about 200 teams ish, um, you're in first spot still? Yes, I, um, I think I. I didn't have the best of weeks compared to some of those oh, out there, please. including yourself. I had a good week, um, but thankfully, had a very good week. Well, I was going to say, thankfully for me though, the, the few that are closest to me in the in our league all had slightly less points than I yeah. did. So, relatively, I had a very good. So week. you're about 32 points ahead now. That sounds about right. Yep, heading into round 15, and we'll talk about that in a sec. So I scored 130. I had a very good week. Um, you got 118. Russ got 80 and Cam 63s, back to his old bloody ways. So he had to buy me the cookies this week. Um, so you're in first, I'm in 15th. I'm pretty happy with that. Russ 22nd and Cam 76. The TPA fan pick team, they scored 106 points this week, did yep. okay. Reasonable. And they're in fifth. So they've always been, they've been hanging around on that top 10 for ages and, and they continue there. Um, shout out to the top three teams. Uh, so Jake's in first. I believe it's Liam from Moran United. No, no it's third, uh, Bernie. Bernie uh, and his team's name is Goldburns that's One. Right. Yep. He's and Liam is third. Yep, that's from right. Moran United. He's been up there for ages. So the winner after. And, and then yeah. I'm just looking at the kind of scores here. So you mentioned about 32 point gap Points. between me and number yeah. two, um, 10 point gap between Bernie and Liam. And then there's a bit more of a gap. It's kind of close to 50-ish points to number four, so it's kind of a top three at the moment. Mm, absolutely. Uh, well, the winner after this week, after round 15, the weekend coming, will win our interim prize from Tri-Grip, a pair of Tri-Grip um, socks, which are like grippy socks, a bag, and I believe some a long pair of socks as well, normal pair. I don't Was know, it? that'll be I can't good. remember. I, I, can't, I can't remember the exact prize, but unfortunately it's looking like Jake's gonna win. Uh, I feel like we should pass it to second, but he, he wants the prize, so. <laughs> I um, need some new socks. Do you? 
I'd like some new nice. socks. <laughs> well, you've earned it, to be fair. Um, so, well done, Jake. How, so, let's talk about some players on your team, Jake, and my team. Um, Moranovic's got clean sheet. Keep, that was his second of the year. Yep. So, he's finally paying off some points. Iden Mercella at the back got a clean sheet for me, 11 points. Um, I had Davila, uh, 18 points. Castro, the Perth boys, 20 points. And Fornaroli, 14. Lafondre, 12. And Craig Noon, 10. And Ninkovic, 10 as well. So I did all right this week. That's Who's such a good... I mean, usually you look through your team each week and you get... If you get four, three or four players who scored Double, above 10, yeah. that's pretty weird. Yeah, like I did It's quite a well. decent round. Yeah. You've just named about seven or eight. Yeah, if only I picked Castro captain, 20 points. Well, I've had uh, some of those players you mentioned I've got as well. So I had Marinovic, um, Davila, and Castro in there. Uh, I had Vutrick for Perth in defence. He got me 13. Yeah. Um, and then I also had Lafondre as my captain. He got 12, and McLaren got 10. Uh, the rest got about four or five points, so nothing special. But, um, yeah. And we'll get into it. But Sydney with the bye this weekend, Jake. Yeah, that'll... You know what? I'm, I'm not unhappy about that because this will hurt me, I think, less than most people. Yeah. Like, because Sydney have been so good, people have been relying on... On them, I think there's probably more than a couple of play- people who have three or more Sydney players. Yeah, about three. We'll get into that. So the round review, Friday night, 6.30. Um, the Jets hosted Sydney after Ernie Merrick got the sack. Um, what's the interim coach's name? Paul Dave? No. Oh, I, I can't know. remember. Um, anyway, Sydney got up 2-1. Jake, you said Sydney would win 3-0. I said um, Sydney would win 2-1. I picked it exactly, but Jeez. you got the result. You've got to stop this. No, you, you actually did very well this week. We'll get into that. So Saturday, there were three games. The early one, Knicks hosted Western Sydney Wanderers. It was 1-0 to the Phoenix. Jake, you said 2-0 to the Phoenix. I also said 2-0. Two, two so we Didn't got the result. You sure it was 1-0? It was 2-0. Was it? Yeah, Phoenix got up 2-0. What have I written one? here? Oh, result 2-0. Sorry, I, I predicted 1-0 to the Phoenix. You predicted 2-0 and the oh, result so was 2-0. nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, the next game, the middle, uh, the Raw and City, it ended 2 all. Yes. Did you watch much of that one? No. Kind of I, I, I think I was out and about. I watched a bit of the Knicks. I think they did. They played quite well. I watched a bit of the Raw. No, I didn't actually watch that one. But anyway, it was two all. Um, I predicted Raw two nil. You said one all. So you, that's Got three results okay. from three you've picked. Uh, the late game there, Perth hosted Adelaide. I actually thought Adelaide might uh, get a sneaky win in there, two one, away from home. They didn't obviously. Perth too good, running out three nil winners, and they're doing very well at the moment. They're into third spot on the ladder. They're two points behind Melbourne City, but they do have that game in hand. Um, and they're scoring for fun at the moment. I yep. think they're up to... Uh, the goal difference is 12 now. So they're second best after Sydney was 17. So, Jake, you said two all. So you got that one wrong. Okay. Um, as did I. And then the final game of the round, which we sort of mentioned at the top with Matt Simon, was Central Coast hosting victory. I didn't watch this, but it seemed like a very entertaining game. Or at least an entertaining um, finish, if nothing yeah, else, yeah. Yeah, and um, so I finished uh, the uh, Central Coast 3-2, and we might have to pause. Uh, we'll keep going, but we might have to pause in a second because we've got someone turning up here at the office. Um, so that's the round. Uh, well, what, are, what were our predictions for that one, Cody? Oh, sorry. Um, I think I picked said Central 2-1. Coast, didn't you I? said 2-1 Central Coast, yeah. I said 1-0. So you got four out of five results. I remember saying this in my upset of the round, and then... You probably corrected me and said it probably wouldn't have been that much of an upset. But, yeah. Um, yeah. No, okay. Yeah. Well, Jeez, that was a good round for me. Yeah. Prediction wise. Um, did you say I got Traore uh, at the back? And he did you see the incident that led to the, I the did, yeah. fight? Yeah. He hit the post, nearly scored. Um, no, hang on. No, that was just randomly. Yeah. The own goal he from Kai Rolls, um, who was up the other end before and got a goal disallowed. He uh, Traore hit the hit the ball, hit the crossbar or the intersection of crossbar on the post. 
and bounce back off Kai rolls into the goal. So Treo didn't get any points for that. And then he ends up getting a yellow card, so he ends on one point for me um, instead of, you know, scoring a goal. Sometimes you've got to think there's got to be a bit of... I mean, I guess it's easier to, to have black and white rules in, in terms of the fantasy, but there's no assist points or anything yeah. for own goals, and yet stuff, yeah. surely that... I mean, well, he basically scored the goal. Yeah, basically, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, there's probably a few adjustments I'd do to this system, uh, particularly giving points to the player of the match. Like, I feel like um, I rely heavily on, like, Ninkovic and Castro, and they get um, game players of the match each week from Fox Sports and all that sort of stuff, but you don't get any points for that in fantasy. Um, but anyway, that's into the calculation. Is what it is. Is what it is. Uh, we've got some group questions here. Some, um, I believe all these questions came from Instagram this time. There's not many, um, but we've got a couple. So Matty Heath, um, a friend of mine, says, how did... Uh, he said Corey, that they call me Corey sometimes for some reason, um, successfully make a, a comeback. And I guess I just want to say it's down to my faith and belief in the no, players. Here we go. No, really though, I've stuck with Fornaroli and Castro from day one. I had them from day one and had a few good rounds, but then ultimately they haven't been performing and I've kept on to them and they're finally starting to pick up some points. Um, and yeah, particularly Castro, he's, he, I think he got 38 that other week and then I think he scored like 18 now, just on the weekend he's got 20 again. So really, and, and having him and Fornaroli and whenever one fires, the other one seems to fire yeah, as well. So that's true. I've got a lot of points from just those two players uh, alone. And I think that's accounted for me definitely sinking into the top, what am I now, 15. So um, three in one year dad, he's, he's posted a few questions before. He said, thoughts on having both Devere and Taylor from the Knicks in your team? Mm, I don't know. I mean, Devere, what, he got a goal this week or last week, I think it was. So he did all right points wise. But I mean, the problem is it's still Wellington and they just, yeah. they they've, they've kept they two know. clean sheets this year, I believe. Um, they've conceded. I, I, see, my, I wouldn't like that only because I've kind of had the rule for my team, at least for the whole season, that I don't mm. want two defenders from any one team. Yeah. Like, and if it is going to be from one team, it's got to be one of the top teams that's most likely to keep clean sheets. Yeah. Well, they got um, the third best defensive record. Um, Perth have conceded 12 from 12, Sydney 13 from 13, and Phoenix 16 from 13. Mm. So they're in the top three now for, for goals. Um, I guess the thing is, I'm just kind of looking at the defenders for Phoenix, and none of them have a particularly good average score per game. Yeah. I mean, the highest there is, is Taylor's got 5.2, and uh, yeah, Kikache's 5.6, Devere's 4.7. So yeah. none of them. Are, I mean, and that's probably not um, too different than most defenders because you really mm. they rely heavily on clean sheets. But I don't know. I wouldn't be doubling down on uh, well defenders from the same team if I can help it. Yeah, I only do it. I only wouldn't because of the buy. Um, when, and yeah. but in saying that, I don't think defenders really. I don't think it really matters. Um, they're going to get some points here and there, um, and they're usually only scoring four or five points a game anyway. Uh, we're just going to pause it there for a second, and we'll be right back uh, with the next question. Alrighty, we're back. I just sold a secondhand Mac, so someone arrived to, to buy that one. So yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't stop here for uh, for no, our podcast. No <laughs> and we might have to pause again. Actually, Russ might be arriving back soon to pick up some furniture because uh, we're here at work. So, Jake, the last question I had here, uh, it was posted earlier on the Facebook group. All right. Uh, five most important players to own, and I've put a little caveat for the rest of the year. Yeah. Okay. So I, I answered this online, so I'm going to have to try and remember and see. Yeah, me too, but you, I changed my answer a bit. I was going to say, you can tell me if you think I've changed yeah. it, because I don't remember, but... Um, well, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go one for one? Because we're probably, okay. we're probably okay. going to double up on Castro? Yeah, I, uh, if you've got him, I agree with that. Yeah. 
No, I'm just saying if you if you started with a blank slate and you just had to pick five any five yep. players budget, not it, okay, yeah, doesn't okay. matter. Okay, so Castro, Lafondre, yep, uh, Davila. Ooh, I possibly possibly I, he's just he just I mean he's the top scoring fantasy player yeah. in the whole league. But he every game I've watched him, he's not only he's not he's not lucky to score. He's awesome. Yeah. He's playing very well. Um, a lot of people are saying he's a year in contention for the Johnny Warren at the end of the year. Oh, he'd have to be so yeah. far, wouldn't he? Well, he's, I think, scored nine goals or something. Ten goals and he's a midfielder, although he does take pens. Yeah, he'd be up there. Um, so you're potentially on Davila. I'd say I'd put him in my team. Yeah, okay. Do, do you know what? The way that you just phrase that, though, who you must have if you had to pick a couple. Yeah, And then separately, plus. if you were building your team now, no budget, who would you put in? Yeah. I, it seems silly, but that's because it's, it's probably the same thing. But in a way, that changes it a little bit for me. Right now, old one Villa in my team. Whether he's a must-have, mm. if you had to pick, say, three players that right now you had to have in your team if you want to do well the rest of the well, year. Or the same five. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't know if, if I'd put him in those top okay. few. But all right, um, I'm saying this is a bit controversial, but I've been on his on the bandwagon. Minkovic. Nah. Really? No. Nah. Nah, fair enough. Great player, but he's just from a fantasy point of view, he's just not quite. Well, up with here's the thing. If he was, if he hadn't missed any games due to injury, I think he would be up there. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to look at his average score minus the game he came off the bench or something. Why don't I get that for you right yeah, now? His I average think... score is seven point five. Yeah. Um, which, take away... which puts him ahead of some of the other like Sydney players. He's not. I mean, O'Neill is now been yeah, traded away, but he was higher than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd have to look at it across across the board at some of the other midfielders. But in terms of the highest averages for midfielders, yep. he's not even in the top. You know, he's not in the top 10. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and another probably controversial one and a bit of bias, but that's why I got him, Fornaroli. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. I think yeah. if you look at the he's forwards, coming good. LaFondre has to be up there. I think right at, standing here right now, your top four strikers to me are pretty obvious, and it's Toivonen, um, I wouldn't have Fornaroli, and I'd go McLaren. Yeah. And, and yeah. Toivonen's been injured in kind of the last few weeks, not yeah. playing. So, um so you have, you have McLaren in there? I think I'd probably put McLaren if you Would you put McGree in there? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. I was just gonna say I They're think I'd that. probably put McGree as well. Yeah. Who isn't in my team right now and I I would like to have him back. But mm. um uh I think they're probably the main ones, Cody. I'm just kinda having a look at who else is scoring big that we might have missed, but um I wouldn't say that any particular defenders are no. must haves. No, like none of those stand out to me. Um, there's a few other midfielders who have done mm. reasonably well, but like Diamante's up there in terms of points scored, but I wouldn't say he's a, a must-have either. So, no. um, yeah, I think you've got most of the, the big ones. All right, well, we're up to your stats of the week, Jake. Where do you want to kick things off? All right, so first off, I'll say there's a number of players still um, on four yellow cards, so these are the ones that if they get another one will be suspended. Um, and a couple of these are the same from last week, but Ross and Griffiths uh, one one day, I think he's pronounced that, from Perth. Ryan Strain from Adelaide, Scott Jamison, who I think is in your team, Cody. So, oh, he is too, yeah. yeah. He's one yellow from a suspension. Connor Payne and uh, Dario Jurtek from uh, Western United. Yep. So, team of the week, round 14, Cody. It is another 2-5-3 formation. So, despite there being a couple of clean sheets this week, um, there's only two defenders who have made that team of the week. The goalkeeper for the round, I'm just Randage. getting this... No, it's uh, Liam Reddy. So he got 14. I think Maranovic got 12. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. So Liam Reddy, with a, he must have got a couple extra saves yeah. for those extra yeah, they're points. The only, they're the two keepers who kept a clean sheet. Yep. You had Kakache from Phoenix with a clean sheet and a 
and a goal, I think, was yeah, it? Yeah, he did score a goal, yep. Uh, and James Meredith got 14 for Perth, so again, it must have been a, a mm. clean sheet plus a few clearances or something like that. Uh, five across the midfield, you had Brad Inman from Brisbane Raw, uh, Castro's in there, we had Davila in there, uh, Nathaniel Atkinson scored yep. a goal for Melbourne City, yep. and Stephen Ugarkovic yep. from Newcastle. Newcastle. And then up front, Barbarousas, Matt Simon, and Fornaroli. Matty Simon, yeah, so, nice. Now, team of the year hasn't really changed this week. There's only been one change, and it's Grant out and Grant in, Cody. So Ryan Grant has dropped from the team of the year for the first time in a long while um, with the yeah, the two-game suspension, and Alex Grant from Perth has jumped <laughs> in. So um, you've still got Lafondre and Barbarousas up front in the team of the year. Damn. Yeah, you called well, well, this week wouldn't be a good one to have both of them as they no, go the bye, right. so... Um, let's talk about some, what do you want to know, the prices or you want to know most traded? Uh, let's, let's go prices. Right. So a couple of players that if you're looking to make some trades and want to jump on somebody before they shoot up, Brad Inman is the most obvious after scoring a couple of goals on the weekend. He's uh, going to jump up around 80,000 projected. Yeah. Number of Perth players here after their clean sheet and a few good rounds. So James Meredith, Castro... Wutrick, Alex Grant, um, and Castro's Ke- predicted to Kinesi. go up again, is he? Castro went up 131,000 this week and is projected to go another 50. Yeah, um, And he's, if not the most expensive, he's up there. I think he might be. Um, so, yeah, five Perth players on the list Adrian Luna, Melbourne City, Kakache's on there, Tim Payne, and Diamanti. So, all of those players projected to go up quite a bit. What might be worth jumping on um, if you've got the cash and the trades available. A couple just to be wary of if you've got them in your team and you're thinking about trading them, now might be a good time before they drop in value. Or if you're thinking about picking up any of these players, maybe have a second thought. Petrados is one. Mm. Um, Kai Rolls after that. Own goal. Uh, McGree. Again, we just mentioned he's probably one of the players that you'd want mm. in your team, but maybe this What's is What's not... he right now? Right now, he's worth 520000 Yep. to buy. What's he's he pre- predicted? He's, he's gone down 73 this week. He's projected to go another 40. His break-even is 27. So unless he scores 27 points, he'll be going down. So maybe hold off if hold you're, off, if you're yeah. looking at him. Roy O'Donovan, who not long ago was in the 400,000 range, is at 217 <laughs> and projected to go another 40 down. He's coming off the bench, isn't he? Yep. Uh, Durante's on there. Milan Juric just keeps falling as well. And Davila Cody is on this list just because he's so he's over 500,000 and even getting, I think he... He's got 18 points. He's got 18 points and it's this, his break-even is 25, so it's just... <laughs> That's, that's the thing. If a player gets to that sort of price, yeah. and, and we'll be saying this about Castro in about yeah. three weeks, yeah. I reckon he's the price just can't be sustained at that yeah. level. Um, so there, are your your prices to have a look at in terms of the most traded in and out players. Um, How I, many trades you got left, Jake? I've got fifteen. Yeah, I'm, me too. All of a sudden, because I think I've only made one in the last three weeks, so I was getting a bit worried. All of a sudden, I'm feeling pretty good about it. And there's. How many rounds? There's I think we said 29. So there's 15 rounds left. 29 or I 30 think. rounds, yeah. yeah. Fantasy rounds. So we've basically got one round, one trade per round on average. Yep. And just a reminder that round 19 is supposedly um, three teams with a buy. So Perth, Sydney, and Melbourne victory. Yep. So you might be needing two to three or four trades for those couple of weeks. Yeah. Probably looking at two trades yeah. per week for the couple. Yeah, so you might want to, um, if you can... If you don't need to make any trades, uh, don't. Unless you don't want to and you're just happy with your team and you accept that that week will be a bit lower. All that. Which it will be for a lot of people. Yep. All right, Cody, I like making you guess this. So see if you can give me any of the players who are most traded out this week. And I'll give you a, a couple of- Sydney players. I'll, yeah, I'll give you a clue, which you've just picked. Sydney with a buy. Um, Barbarousas. 
Uh, no, actually. LaFondra? Yes, he's number two on there. Uh, Ryan Grant, because people don't realise. Yeah, he's, he's in there, number five. Uh, Zulo? Uh, no, no Zulo. McGowan? Yep, Ryan he's McGowan. in there, number three. Um, number one I'll give you is um, Bom Johan. So he's a much yep. traded out player. Uh, and you've got all the Sydney players there. Um, what else can I give you as a Jurich? clue? Uh, yeah, Jurich is on there, number seven. You've also got um, Oli Ruse impacted. No, a little bit. Um, That's a tough one. I'll give it to you. So, Ture, Ture's on there. Yeah. Josh Risden as well, just because he's been injured for so long, I guess, is slowly getting weeded out of people's teams. Mm -hmm. And they had, oh yeah, they had the fire. Um, James Donerke and then Toivonen, um, I guess, because people maybe haven't realised he's been injured, he's injured or maybe yeah. they're just giving up on him. Uh, and Mitch Duke is on there as number 10. Most traded in, have a guess at a couple of these ones. Uh, Perth players, I reckon. Um, Fornaroli. Yeah, he's on there, number eight. Uh, if people can afford Castro, maybe. No, I think he's gone too yeah, far. Yeah, too far. Maybe one of his counterparts plays, well, doesn't play alongside him most weeks. Oh, Keegan Hazy. No, actually, it's Economides. So oh, right. He's, um, Traded in. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, he did He did play well when he came on. Craig Noon, do you reckon anyone's picking him up? Uh, he's No, but McLaren uh, is on the list. Yeah, right. A lot right. of people picking him up now that he's come down quite a bit in value. Uh, Kakache from Western. Kakache's on there, the but Vicks. also Stephen Taylor. Okay, and Moranovic, keeper? Um, no, not on this one. The okay. ones that you've missed are Brad Inman. So a lot of people, after that two-goal haul, about to shoot up in value, decided to jump on there. Uh, Matt Miller, who seems to be, I think we've mentioned him a couple of times on the traded in and out. He yeah. goes up and down. He scored an own goal the week before. Um, so yeah, he's on the most traded in list. Uh, you missed Ivan Frannic is on there. Hmm. Atkinson, after his goal on the weekend, which seems a little... I don't know, maybe a bit Hasty, of a, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't bring him in. Reactionary, maybe. Um, Barisha is the last one on the list that we didn't mention. So that's your most traded in. Even um, after having a buy, okay. Yeah. Well, well, McDonald's gone, apparently, so they'll kind of cement his spot. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that we that I didn't say before, Cody, is uh, the possible score for the team of the week just gone uh, was 228. So it was a reasonable, Decent week, yeah. potentially reasonable um, score if you had the, the right players, but it would have meant you needed... The likes of Kakache and Brad Inman, which yep. a lower percentage of people have. So there's your stats for the week. Cool. All right. Well, the upcoming round, uh, what changes are we looking to make? A reminder that Sydney have the bye. Uh, so, Jake, I've got three Sydney players. So there's my straight away, there's my bench full, full mm -hmm. of three Sydney players. So my plan is not to make any trades. So if there's no injuries or any other sort of yeah. squad changes, you can get away I, with it. Unfortunately, I have uh, Elrich, Tarek Elrich from Western Sydney. He's been playing coming off the bench at least last week. So I'm a bit concerned about that. Um, but to be honest, defenders are averaging like three, four points for me anyway. So it's probably not worth a trade. A trade uh, for I'm, the sake of possibly a couple points. Because he yeah. should come on and get at least two points. So I'll probably just leave it, um, assuming he's in the squad at all. If there's like another injury or something to one of my main players, I might consider a trade out, uh, depending on who it is and, and that sort of stuff. Um, the TPO rankings team, fan pick team, I'll just mention, they have one, two, just two Sydney players. So they're, they're looking okay. They do have, I was supposed to trade Jurich out last week for McGree, but couldn't afford it. So I think this week I can afford it. Okay. So I, I sh I'll probably make, actually I believe I've already made that trade. I think I did that quickly. Well, we um, said that um, McGree's gonna go down in value, but yeah. so is Jurich, so yeah. it's probably not that so, big deal. Yeah, they've brought McGree in for Jurich. So they, they've got a good looking team now. Uh, and are you looking to make any trades this week, Jake? I don't, no, there's one that I was thinking about, but probably not. I've got two Sydney players and I also have Josh Risden, who again, hasn't been playing. Um, He'll come back soon, I reckon. I'm not trading him unless I 
am going to not have a 11 players to field. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy leaving him on the bench for the sake of, like same as you, for defenders, I'm only trading them if I have to because um, you just can't predict the, the clean mm-hmm. sheets. Um, Lafondre on the bench, McGowan on the bench, I'm, I'm okay leaving the others there. The only one that I'm considering just because of the drop in value that's predicted is um, Petrados. So I know De Villa's predicted to go down, but I'm happy leaving him because he'll still be worth quite a bit of money. Petrados is worth 340 and he's predicted to drop, I think, just below 300, so it's quite a big drop. And he, Newcastle's been pretty woeful lately, so yeah, yeah. Um, I think he'll still score another goal or two in the next few weeks. He, like, he takes penalties, he's involved when Newcastle do play well, yeah. so I think he'll score points, but from a form point of view, I mean, I, I would love to get McGree back in my team. Um, I'll probably wait one more week till I yeah. do it, but I'd love to get him in, and at the moment, Petratos is probably the weak link in my midfield, so that was the one that's I was, a, that's a decent, which is a good uh, weak link to have, to have yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, just because he's had a, a week or two off, he's he's certainly a player who can turn it yeah. around and turn it on pretty quick. And because of, you mentioned it, the, the round 19 buy for three of the teams, I'm a, we're close enough now that I won't be mm. trading in unless I really see some value in it. Uh, I won't be trading in any players from those three teams. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, it's been a pretty quick podcast, so we're going to wrap things up with the predictions for the weekend. Sydney got the bye Friday night. Um, we got Adelaide are hosting victory in what used to be a decent sort of... Um, well, it's still in, they still call it the original love. The original love. And uh, to add a bit of um, fire to the to the game, victory coach Kurtz... Kurtz? Marco? Mario? Ma- Marco? Marco? Yeah. Has just been sacked. Um, that was early this morning, so... I don't know who's going to be taking over there, but so Adelaide are hosting the games, kicking off at 6.30 Queensland time. I'm going to predict uh, Adelaide get up 2-1. I'm going to go with victory. It's just one of those things when your coach is gone, often the next game the players step up and whatever it is about about wanting to prove themselves. So I'm going to go victory and I'll go 2-1. So opposite direction here. Okay. Saturday, two games, 4 p.m. Brisbane are hosting Wellington Phoenix. This should be a good game. I'm actually going to predict a one-all draw in this one. I'm going to go with Brisbane at home. Um, Wellington look good at the moment, but I'm going to go a Brisbane win. Um, 1-0. Okay. Low scoring. 6.30, Saturday night, City. Melbourne City are hosting Newcastle Jets. Jake, what are you predicting for this one? Oh, uh, City, I think, will do this one reasonably easy, but uh, I'm going to go 2-0. Okay, I'm saying 3-2 to Melbourne City. Sunday, there's two games, 4 p.m. I've got Western United are hosting Central Coast Mariners. Um, Jake? Mariners just don't seem to be good enough to to get too many wins on the trot at the moment, so I'll go with Western United. I think they'll get up uh, 2-1. Don't know about that one. Yeah, it should be a bit bit of a weird game, that one. Um, I can't say it's enticing to watch, but I am interested to see how Western United go. They sort of... They've had a few uh, issues throughout their club with players being unsettled and was it Lou Sticker, mm. the, one of the founders of that club? Um, founders, would you say? No, but he was I involved think he was in a founder, the... but yeah, he was one of the original people helping yeah, set things up. He walked up. away and... Um, it's been a few, apparently. Yeah, um, a bit of unrest, perhaps. But anyway, uh, I'm going to say two all. Okay. And then the last game, I don't know if this is correct, but I have it at 5.30 kickoff. Maybe I wrote that down incorrectly because that's only an hour and a half after... First one, they usually allow. I think you've mixed up the uh, New South Wales and Queensland time. Yeah, probably. Anyway, it's Western Sydney Wanderers hosting Perth. Should be interesting, Jake. Geez, by f- going off form, you'd have to say Perth, and I'm not going to go against form at the moment. So I'll go with Perth, and I think they'll get up 2 0. I'm actually saying Western Sydney Wanderers 1 0. They've been pretty terrible. Um, so at least uh, the last, I don't know, handful of, handful of games. So 
Uh, but I, I just think at home, you never know what can happen in Perth. Um, like you said, the, the informed team, really, them and them Sydney. Um, they probably will be too good, but I am going, I'm going to go Western Sydney, unfortunately, because I've got Perth players. So I'd right. really like to see Perth do well. Um, yeah, Jake, good luck. That's it. Yeah, yeah good luck with the, this round. You've you got a 32-point lead ahead of second, so you pretty much... I'm going to say you've wrapped up the, the result already yeah, and you're, going to, you're, you're getting yourself a, it's, a prize. It's mine to lose. Um, I think we didn't talk about this while we, when we hit record, but it'll come down to captain choice this week, I think, mm. between me and number number two. two. And look, Liam in third is still within reach as well, but it's really going to come down to choice of captain, I think. Okay. Well, good luck. Um, if you've got any questions for us, people listening, let us know on the Facebook group or Instagram. Otherwise, we'll see you back here next week. Yeah.